0: Good morning. This is Community Pulse, your local report on the coronavirus pandemic in mid-Missouri. You can catch Community Pulse Mondays and Wednesdays at 9am on KOPN, and all episodes can be found online at KOPN.org and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Today on the show, host Ginny Chadwick interviews Alice Turner, a local community advocate for public health. They'll talk about Alice's attempts to try to access the vaccine and her thoughts on mask safety. Good morning, Alice. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks. Hi. And good morning, Ginny. How are you doing? Good
1: morning, Mallory, and thank you so much for another episode of Community Pulse. Of course. So- Based on Matthew Holloway's data, um, he identified 2,560 cases yesterday um, for January the 26th and um, 92 deaths. And, you know, I know these numbers just come and come. And so I want to just point out, you know, that was 27 deaths in St. Louis County, nine deaths in, in Kansas City, Missouri, nine deaths in St. Charles County, eight deaths in Cass County, Um, seven deaths in Cole, seven deaths in Jackson, five deaths in DeBall, four deaths in Lincoln, two deaths in Clinton County, two deaths in Douglas, two deaths in Saline, and one death each in Barton, Boone, Henry, Monataw, Platt, Scotland, St. Francis, St. Louis City, Warren, and Worth. These are people that we know in our local community and oftentimes they get to be members. want to take a moment to recognize um, one of the members of the KOPN board that passed away from COVID, uh, Andrew Twaddle, whose um, obituary is in the Tribune today, um, and he passed away on um, in December, early December, at the Boone County Hospital, but um, a, a, a huge member of our community and someone who's touched my heart, um, often taking pictures uh, out in the local community of political events. I have many pictures of myself that um, Dr. Twaddle has um, taken, had taken of me. And so I will treasure those for a long time. And um, I know that there are many people in our community who COVID has directly impacted and taken the loved one way too early. And so I am honored to continue to do this show to talk about how we can protect those in our community and prevent the spread. So, a um, moment of silence for Andrew. Now, um, looking at what's happening in Boone County, um, the numbers continue to go down, which is really um, I think heartening for me. So, Boone County recorded 34 cases yesterday, um, with still one death in a member of our community in the 80 plus age range. So, we have 68 deaths total in Boone County, um, and. Very exciting, and we'll talk about it here more in a minute. The Boone County Health Department did report 18 hours ago on their social media that they have received another shipment of the COVID-19 vaccine. And so the Boone County Health Department will be giving out more vaccines, but we'll talk more about that here in just a moment. Um, I was on a phone call or webin- a Zoom call yesterday with some leaders in the Newton County area, and they were talking about how COVID-19 was impacting their community. And, and one thing that they were seeing is their positivity rate is drastically dropping right now. And that's a number that we have often talked about on the show is the positivity rate and knowing where community transmission is. And I want to highlight that Boone County's positivity rate dropped 10 So it's now at 19.4%. You know, it hadn't dropped below um, 20% since back in October. So that's a really positive thing to see that the positivity rate is reducing. Again, the uh, World Health Organization and the CDC say positivity rate above 5% means that there's community transmission and we don't know where all the virus is spreading. And so we need to get that positivity rate down. The way we do that is taking more tests. So I know that the CDC came out um, yesterday with a, a couple um, journal articles showing that schools can safely open, but there's things that have to happen for them to safely open. So two things that we want to talk about today are masking, and I know we've talked about it for many, many months, but we're going to hit on it again. But I want to start with vaccines Um, We know that the more people in our community that get vaccinated, the less possibility of transmission. And I know that Elizabeth reported on the show on Monday, it is still the case on Wednesday, that Missouri is the 50th state in the percentage of our population that has received at least one shot so only 4.3 percent of our state has received um, a vaccination so far Um, the next state above us would be idaho at 4.4 but if you look you know there are states such as alaska who have eleven percent of their population covered, West Virginia, who has almost 10%. And very interestingly, West Virginia has taken a a, a really awesome model um, that's working clearly of vaccinating their community, whereas they've they have branched into local pharmacies. So locally owned pharmacies, not corporate change chains, but local pharmacies are the ones that are distributing the vaccine. But in that story, what we know is that it varies state to state and that there's no national model or clearly there was no plan in the previous administration for distributing and getting these vaccines out. So we're hearing in Missouri that the National Guard is being deployed to to help to to distribute those vaccines. And so I want to talk today about the piecemeal effort across the state to get vaccinations out. And Alice, you know, as we talk, I I definitely have some data and information, but I wanna hear from you on your journey and what you (laughs) knew about finding the vaccine. So first, can you tell me, or do you know, as just a citizen and a local public health advocate, who qualifies to get the vaccine right now in the state of Missouri? Well, the state of Missouri is different than Boone
2: County, Jenny. Right now, Boone County is really centered on phases A1A, which um, is a lot medical workers, um, people at MU, and also um, the next phase one B tier one. The the from what I'm getting, and I talked to friends at the state health department yesterday. Boone County is not yet vaccinating my phase, which is over sixty five, are people who are immune compromised, which is phase one B, tier two.
1: Around the okay, same So just are. for a moment. Yep. Yeah. Okay, let's dive into that. So phase one A um, right. and and just to clarify for our listeners, that includes all health care workers, long term care facilities, staff and residents. Right. Um, so if if you have a, a family member who is in long-term care as a resident, they qualify in Phase 1A, which Boone County and the state of Missouri is clearly vaccinating. Any home health provider, any urgent care provider, vaccination staff, the congregation community, school nurses, dentist staff, mental and behavioral health professionals, EMTs, paramedics. So if you know of somebody who falls into that category and hasn't, or doesn't know that they can get vaccinated yet, they can, correct. And, the, and they'll do it really quickly.
2: You know, they'll get you in really quickly if you're in that phase, right. And um, as a large medical community, we are very focused on that through MU and the Boone County Health Department. Um, and I've had that from administrators there. Um, and then... We have. They've also moved into 1B tier one, which is the emergency responders, and you probably have that list in front of you. But is that um, firefighters? Is that
1: the do people yeah. So
2: that response teams, EMTs, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so those people are the focus in Boone County, um, and makes sense because we are such a large medical community. Uh, people like to say to me, "Oh." We have more medical people per capita than any place except the Mayo Clinic, and apparently some people think that's true. So we are focused on that. So if you're over 65 in Boone County, you should be signing up at MU, signing up at the Boone County Health Department, signing up through BJC, and all of them have online surveys, and that's how you get your appointment through those online surveys, but they have not yet in our area moved on to my
1: age group, which is over 65 or okay, so compromised. Let's talk, we'll talk about t- phase one B tier two, but let's clarify for our listeners. Phase, okay. And this is, you know, there's A, B, C, D, L, one, two, three, it gets very confusing. So, but in, we we are, we are vaccinating actively all of phase one A and we are vaccinated actively all of phase 1b and 1b tier one because they break it down into three tiers and as alice mentioned that's the first responders emergency service and anyone within our public health infrastructure so even if you're non-patient facing but you are within the public health infrastructure those people are currently actively being vaccinated so those could be um you know our public health department staff, our morticians, our undertakers and balmer's crematory. These are examples from the um, the state health department website. But you know people who work in various public health agencies or public health care workers are being vaccinated in that tier one in that phase one B. But as Alice, you're mentioning and in um, indicating. The state of Missouri has now opened the vaccine up for Phase 1B Tier 2 high-risk individuals. Talk more about who who falls into that Tier 2 phase. Well, I do
2: because I'm 71, um, so over 65 um, falls into that group. And then anyone who is immune compromised, cancer, high blood pressure, COPD, organ transplant, there's a list. And some counties, it's a little more extensive. That is 1B tier two. And that, outside of Boone County, is being recognized by these new by health department pre-registration lists. That you can sign up on their list and you will be considered for the massive actuations, which are really starting heavily this weekend, Jenny. And we yeah. can talk about that in a minute. But outside of Boone, um, I have been called up for four vaccines this weekend, besides the one I got yesterday. And, and, and I'm just reading another one from Lincoln County that I had signed up on. Um, so, <laughs>
1: Well, we want to hear about all the places you signed up and the journey that you have taken to try to get this vaccine, because Clearly, you are an individual that you fall into a phase that the governor has opened and in many states has already been open for, for weeks now. You know, right. uh, I have an aunt, Florida. Who in Florida. yep. And, you know, n- not to say that they have actually got access, but their tier has been open. Um, you know, they they've opened it up for everybody. Sixty five. Um, the public grocery stores in Florida, which is a, a, a grocery store chain that's pr- prominent in that area, is distributing the vaccine in Florida. And so many people are waiting in line at a grocery store um, and, or waiting for hours for a phone call. And so we know that the demand far outweighs the supply right now and that people who really, really want it can work really, really hard for many, many hours and maybe still not successfully get this vaccine, but it sounds like, as you're saying, that there's many places that are opening up for the possibility. So on the Boone County Health Department's website, there is a, a link, and we will make sure to put this in the show notes and on our social media page. There's a link to sign up for updates. You complete the survey and, and tell them your, your information about your age and any pre existing conditions that you would have. So it not only is... Tier 1, or Phase 1B, Tier 2, high-risk individuals. It's everybody over 65, but it's also everybody with cancer,
0: chronic kidney
1: disease, COPD, heart conditions, weakened immune system due to organ transplant, severe obesity, pregnancy, sickle cell, diabetes type 2, and individuals with intellectual or developmental disabilities.
2: Yeah, absolutely. and. And they have staff going through that sign-up list very quickly. I signed up before a friend who actually does in-person home health. She got called up and got her shot, was, was already scheduled for a shot within a few days of signing up because she did have direct patient access, you know. So they are following those lists very closely and that's the important thing. Can I go on to my journey, Jenny? Can I tell about it? Yes, my, please. Okay. So I'm a very upbeat, happy person because I did manage through working for maybe less than a week, four hours a day, getting on lists. One of my lists came through yesterday, and I was able to get my shot. So I'm practically in tears because... Mm. We all have our reasons for feeling an urgency about getting a shot, but I have a 99-year-old mother that I haven't seen in a year, and I need to go see her. So my thing was people were getting shots in the public health arena, and so I know a lot of people in the medical field, and I had all these friends getting shots, and I'm like, okay, I don't work for the State Health Department anymore. I can't get a shot through them. You know, um, how am I going to do this? And I knew around the country, friends and family in that age group of over 65 were getting shots. So I had a huge sense of frustration. Um, So I decided to do the only thing I thought I could, which was get on lists, Go to different health departments. You do not need to be from Boone County. Only one county told me I could not sign up because I was from Boone, and that was Celine. You know, and that's understandable. Every other county, fine. You're you want to sign up in Pulaski County, fine. Sign up. So, every day I got on different lists. I don't know if I got on 15 lists. Cooper County, Cole County, Lincoln County, Jefferson County. I mean, just because I know the state well from having worked around the state in public health, I tried to go to counties that I knew I mean, all health departments are wonderful, but some have more resources than other to be stronger in the situation and And I think departments-
1: that that's an important point, you know, Alice, is that we have health departments are underfunded in the state. Right, we rank 49th or forty in the nation in funding our health departments, and so the resources that they have. My parents live in Camden County, and they called the Camden County Health Department, and they said we aren't getting any vaccinations. You need to call Lake Regional in Camden to get up to get signed up on their list. So it really depends on the county that you live in whether they are getting the doses or a hospital or a pharmacy in their area are getting the doses. And so
2: that's why you still needed to call the health department, but then they would guide you to who is doing it in their community. And I believe, Jenny, the reason why in Hannibal, it's Hannibal Regional Hospital and not the health department, mm-hmm. is because Hannibal might have had the freezers to store the vaccine, and there's not enough vaccine, both, both issues. And, and we know there's not enough vaccine. So, um, yes, I'm signed up at Lake Regional. I'm signed up at Hannibal Regional Hospital. Um, I just every day would sign up on more sites. Um, and then I would get up in the morning and check my emails to see if anyone had emailed me because <laughs> they didn't want you to call them back because they're being overwhelmed with calls. One thing I do want to say the local health departments. It's a wonderful network of over 100 local health work, but they've been underfunded for years. When the CARES money came out last spring, they went to county commissions, also important entities, but they didn't go through the state health department to the local health department network. And that, I believe, was a mistake. Not only did they have to work with people about getting them in for testing, contact tracing, but then now the vaccinations. You know, so our local health departments need more support, and I hope to see that in the future. Um, But they're still out there working, and what they're doing right now is the governor has named these National Guard sites all around the state and said, we will partner the local health department, maybe the local hospital, with these National Guard sites. Guess what? I was on twelve fifteen lists. I've been invited to have four vaccinations on Friday, <laughs> all around the state, because I signed up on these lists. It's and so,
1: really, Alice, yeah. can you tell us where those four sites are, so that our listeners know if they are? Re, you know, I, I know that there's long hundreds of waiting. People waiting on the list, but where where are those almost invites all of them were from? far
2: away. Um, mm-hmm. One of them was Pulaski County. One of them was Cape Girardeau. I just mm-hmm. this morning got an invite from Lincoln County, um, mm-hmm. which is about an hour northeast of of uh, St. Louis. Um, there was another county which I did sign up for. That's two hours away. I'm. It, it ended up being St Roberts, Missouri, but it's a different county name. I'm sorry and and i I did sign up for that one for Saturday, but I knew in signing up because you can easily cancel that mm-hmm. I would be able to cancel easily if something closer came up and and that's actually what I chose. you know, so I don't know of any close by counties that that got to me, except the opportunity on Friday in Audrain County. Audrain County has two thousand doses. Um, they are not doing it by appointment, which is unusual. It's like seven a.m. to seven p.m., and it includes the tiers of over sixty-five and immune compromised, as well. So, as just sports.
1: to clarify, the National Guard is setting up at um, in Audrain County at the. Airport. Um, airport, but it is from nine a.m. to four p.m. on okay, Friday, January 4, the 29th. Okay. Yes, yeah. So they are they have vaccinations for two thousand five hundred residents. They are saying that is they the vaccination clinic will only be for individuals sixty five and older who have the following health conditions. So if you if you fall into both the sixty five and older and the 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 cancer, chronic kidney disease, COPD, intellectual disabilities, heart conditions. Um, so, I, the way I read their press release is, but I think contacting the Audrain County Health Department, we will make sure that this link is a part of the the show notes and on our social media. But as Alice said, Audrain County is doing a mass call vaccination. No appointment needed. Show up at the uh, Mexico airport and 2,500 people will be vaccinated as long as you fall into that phase 1b tier one or two so wait
2: jenny i when i first heard about this
1: and komu's been advertising
2: it a lot it is unusual that you don't need to be pre-registered be on one of those lists and then they pull from those lists so it's a real opportunity but if you're interested in doing it I would get there quite early, kind of like those lines you see in Florida. I would get there I don't know, seven AM because it's heavily been promoted in Boone County as it should, because it's a real opportunity. Um and of course everyone knows these shots are free and there's no administration fee. You know. Right. Um
1: you know, it's not the only opportunity that I found in the state, and I am sure that other people in our community might see these things, but Perry County, Missouri, um, which is in down in the boot heel, um, they, have they, on their list. <laughs> they have a max, mass vaccination um, clinic also on January the 29th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the Perry Park Center. And, again, it's for any individual in Phase 1A, 1B, Tier 1 or 2, so that would be anybody over the age of 65 as well. And it is a no appointment needed, first come, first serve, from 7 to 7, and that's probably the one you were thinking of the hours for, and that's in Perry County.
2: Right, and I have gotten on that list, though I, I haven't heard from them. Um, yeah, so, so they are starting to have, this is all going to blow up, um, because President Warren, yes, uh, President Warren, President Biden um, yesterday is getting out more vaccine. He's also doing something that's going to really help. He's telling people for a three-week cycle, the different states how much they're going to get. So it isn't this. Oh, I only got this much. They're going to know for three weeks at a time for planning purposes. This is how much vaccine they will get. You know, and, and I guess. It's- The question and the
1: reason for that is we don't want to overdose. We don't want to give out too many doses that we can't give people the second dose. So while the state of Missouri falls far short on first doses, it's actually one of the highest states in second doses. And so it could be that our leaders are holding back to make sure that they have enough doses to give everybody the second dose. So right now we have about 300 million Americans in the U.S. I might be off a couple million on my numbers, but About we have... About 350, 350. Yep. Yeah, we have <laughs> 20 million people vaccinated right now, right? So we've got many, many, many more millions to go, um, but 3.5 million people have received their second dose of vaccine, which... Uh, so far, all do- all vaccines that have been approved do require two doses. We know that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is on the verge of potential emergency approval, only requires one dose. And so um, we might see more vaccines come online in the next couple weeks. Um, we know that here locally in our community, the Novavax vaccine is being tried at MU Healthcare. Okay, so you I said just that... I just want to yesterday- say one thing, Ginny,
2: yes? Dr. Fossey, to... to- quote him you know we're all worried about these mutations and he was saying on the news the two best things we can do to deal with these mutations is get those vaccines and get them quickly so that it, it stops the amount of circulating virus um, eventually you know especially by late spring and then of course keeping up our prevention of mask wearing and social distancing some of the estimates are that we're going to be wearing our masks indefinitely because as we get the vaccine, I am 90 percent protected from getting seriously ill, but I can still get COVID. So those are important things to remember. But I think it's really encouraging that so many people want the shot now. I think that's really encouraging from from what originally a lot of the naysayers and and, and people who are afraid of vaccines. I know people getting these vaccines or people who even got the flu shot this year that had never gotten a flu shot before. So I think as people recognize, we need to take these two steps, getting the vaccine when you're eligible and seeking it out, and two, wearing your mask. And I've started wearing two masks if it's a busy situation. I wear a paper mask with a nose thing, and then I wear a cloth mask over it.
1: Definitely some new research coming out that says, you know, the more layers, the better the higher quality of the mask, these two layers might not be enough, especially with the new strains. So really quickly in the last minute, um, Alice, you um, got the vaccine yesterday. Tell us how that happened.
2: Well, I got on a list locally for a, if there were extra doses. And, you know, I hadn't heard and I hadn't heard. And then I sought out that contact and said, are there extra doses? They said, well, come in and wait. And there were. So I was able to get a vaccine and not drive for six hours. Um, so persistence is really important. Um, if if you don't feel like you can wait till it becomes more available in Boone County, and it will, and it will become available, and, and it won't be that far in the future, but I just got on every list I could and then checked those lists daily. And so for me... I, I mean, I'm so happy because it, it felt like the shroud was taken off my shoulders that I've started off on the path of being more protected from getting seriously ill. I'm one of the few people I know that have not taken a car trip. I have not taken an airplane trip. I have a brand-new granddaughter who's 10 weeks old that I have not seen because I wanted to get the vaccine first. That doesn't have to be everyone's route, but it's what actually my physicians are recommending because of my age.
1: So All right, I'm, Alice, that okay. is the end of our time. Uh, Mallory, back to you in the studio. And thank you so much for coming on and talking about um, access to the vaccine. And sorry we didn't get much to math.
0: Thank you, dear. You'll talk about it next time. Thanks. It was fun. Bye. Thank you both. That's it for today's edition of Community Pulse. Again, special thanks to our guest, Alice Turner. If you missed part of this program or want to share it with your friends, you can find it later today at KOPN.org and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Next Wednesday, we'll take a deep dive into the big business behind vaccine development. We'll be joined by journalist Jessica DiNapoli, corporate governance reporter for Reuters. And of course, you can catch the show again on Monday at 9 a.m. with host Dr. Elizabeth Allman. As always, we invite you to share your questions with us as we plan for future episodes. Leave a message at 573-874-1139 or email gm at kopn.org. Thank you so much for tuning in to KOPN 89.5 FM. 51% is up next. Stay tuned.